Hello, this is Lori from Finley. And for this special episode, we are joined by our very own sales director, Chelsea LaFerla. This is indeed a special episode because we will be talking about dogs, the trainers, and the business side of dog training. Let's start with me, the dog owner, and yes, we just got a puppy. With the puppy that we got, Great Pyrenees, he's going to be like an 140 pound dog. We figured at two months old, if we cannot curb some of the behaviors, we're going to have a really tough time. And with two young kids at home, there's bound to be injuries, right? Whether it's intentional or unintentional, only because he's huge. So I, you know, proceeded to go and search for a dog trainer. The one that we ended up going with for the puppy she sent me a link to input all the puppy information. So kind of an onboarding separate link that she, it, it's very clear that she just put it together. Right. And then after I submitted the link, we had a conversation, we got on the phone, we chatted, she asked me a bunch of history. I mean, it's a puppy, so not that much history. Right. Um, and then, and then it, it just got, it kept getting complicated. Right. So I ended up purchasing a package, a puppy package. So it's five courses, um, you know, about $600 per package. And so then we were texting back and forth. Okay. What time works for you? Oh, this time doesn't, um, can I reschedule, uh, not noon, but how about 11? You know, it's like that type of, and it was middle of the night <laughs> and it sounded like she was driving or out and about doing something. And then after we confirmed on the time, I put it on my calendar and I kept thinking, should I send her an invite so she can have it on her calendar as well? But I'm just going to make the assumption that she's, you know, doing her thing on her end. And then I received um, an email with an invoice link. And this invoice link, uh, it really had minimal information other than the, the price of the package. And so, you know, I have two additional dogs at home, senior dogs. They all have behavioral issues because they were adopted. Um, and I don't really know how much trauma they experienced specifically because they were strays and fosters respectively. And everywhere I read and learned was the length of treatment really isn't contingent to how much trauma they experience. So I'm thinking it's probably till their, the end of their lifetime, they will be in therapy <laughs> forever. And so I'm thinking, well, you know, thinking about the, the cost, right? Like a few thousand dollars a month just for obedience training with senior dogs that frankly speaking may not have too many years left. Although I do want them to have, you know, the best um, late later stage years, um, which is why I adopted them. But these are all the things like very real things that I'm thinking about, right? And so then, um, and then I went to her and I asked, hey, if, if you want to also um, explore the other two dogs and add them to this package as well, can you just do it all on the same invoice, right? Can we just itemize the dogs? Can we just, you know, because one of the dogs is my mom's dog and she's probably going to pay for it or pay a portion of it. And, you know, the other dog is pretty much my husband's shadow. <laughs> I'm going to have my husband pay for it. <laughs> Whereas the puppy is mine. So it, like I, I, I have the responsibility for the puppy. So, you know, it's just like, you know, when money got, to, got involved, it just became a little complicated and she clearly didn't have the tools to make it work. 
And it, it just opened my eyes because I know you have been talking to a decent amount of dog trainers, dog walkers, just like, you know, experts in the dog industry. And me as a consumer experiencing this firsthand. <laughs> And then when you have a dog trainer, they're most likely a dog walker, they're a dog sitter, they're a dog therapist. And, and like in our situation, you know, we have two behavioral issue dogs and a puppy. So that results in different, you know, pricing plans. The puppy is a, pri- is a puppy program with a set price, but then those other two, you know, behavioral um, dogs, they most likely would need to have ongoing treatment right? So like a monthly recurring or billing cycle. And, um, and then I look at the dog trainer, like she's doing her best, right? She's responding to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> she's yeah. doing whatever she can to like run and operate her business. And so I'm thinking, wow, there has to be a bridge there, right? And then it, it, this is like such a great timing for the conversation, because with all the conversations you've had and learnings that you have amassed and acquired through the, you know, just in the past couple of months, this is just a great opportunity to mind share. One from an, a, an, a perspective of a, a, a salesperson who's talking to many in the dog industry. Um, and then me as a consumer going through the process of, you know, getting set up, getting onboarded, getting all the dog information in, as well as setting up payment plans with the multiple dogs that we have um, in our household. Yeah, no, it's, well, first of all, I want a puppy, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's so interesting, actually, that you're sharing this. I think like, so everything that you're saying is what I'm hearing, but from the business owner side. So we're seeing a wide gamut of like, of, of business owners who are private trainers who do this on the side to people who have been doing this for, you know, 20 years. And literally one of the women I spoke with is, is building a dog park in her backyard. Um, oh, so, wow. that can, yeah, so that she can train service dogs from her house. So they're rebuilding a house solely for their business. Uh-huh. Um, so there's, so I've spoken with really everyone in between your dog walker, your groomer, your daycare and, um, and what I'm, you know, what I'm hearing from you and really what I'm hearing from them is similar. It's kind of this disjointed process uh-huh. getting set up with a dog, a, a, a session, you know, whatever the service may be. And so oftentimes people like, you know, I'm chatting with a business owner and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm using, you know, three different platforms just to get one person booked. And, or like you mentioned, I'm texting them and I have Google calendar and I have a software over here. And by the way, they're paying me in five different ways. And, you know, it's just kind of crazy because a lot of them are doing on-site training, right? So they're driving to their customer's house. They're, you know, like you mentioned, they're texting in between, are they calling on the road? Um, and so it makes it really, you know, I, there's not a, a pet business owner I haven't talked to who isn't incredibly overwhelmed, isn't incredibly stressed, isn't calling me at, you know, seven <laughs> at night because that's when they're finally free to chat. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and talk. And I noticed even as, as compared to maybe some other um, types of businesses, their appointments skew later because they're just so packed during the day or literally, you know, they're like, hey, I'm in New York working with a, a dog who, um, you know, just bit a child. I had to fly here to train them. So it's, they're, it's crazy. Their business keeps them incredibly busy just in what they do. But I think what's 
oftentimes why I'm talking to them and why, why they're like, I want to chat with you is they're frustrated by having to do so much for their job that they love, that they're really, really good at. And then having to take on a lot of these uh, really administrative tasks and the burden of the scheduling, the payments, the the rescheduling and rebooking and right. oh, by the way, invoice adjustments, because yes, Lori, you have three dogs, not one, you know, and all these <laughs> things that um, really lead to a frustrating experience for them and the client, you know, and so, and, and oftentimes I see these are people who are down to earth. They love their clients. They love obviously pets. And they're like, they're coming to, uh, to chat with me about a solution because they want their customer to have something better. I think that's the type of people that these are. They're selfless. They're like, we want our customer to have the better experience. Um, so what can we do to help that? And I think many times they come to us kind of lost and I can tell they haven't maybe taken a minute to even step back and be like, you know, like you mentioned, our, they'll even admit like our pricing is all over, you know, the place, like really we need a website. We need to just streamline all this. Um, and so it's, it's really interesting because, you know, for those that have said like, Hey, I want to, I want to onboard with Finley. I'm going to sign on. I, I see that you're the solution that, that we need. I'm, I'm taking on, um, a role, not just as like, let's get you set up on a new software, but they're like, Hey, they're asking like, what are you seeing in terms of pricing? This is a great time to reset our pricing packages. Mm -hmm. We haven't really taken the time to slow down and do this. Or how do you think we should be selling these packages? And so it comes on as like, you know, we're getting to help them, um, you know, shift, shift their business in a good way. I think streamline a lot of different things from pricing packages to offerings and really um, giving them a chance to take a step back and realize, huh, this is not very conducive to an easy oh, checkout process for, for our customer. Yes. Um, and how can we make that better? Everything you just said, my gosh, just really resonate from a customer standpoint as well. <laughs> as I'm thinking about um, you saying, hey, these dog experts are looking for a better solution for their clients. Just thinking back on like last night, uh, the dog trainer and I communicated via phone, text message. She sent me email. She sent me a link to a, you know, a form. Um, she sent me a, not, a separate link from a different vendor to do payment. And I used my own calendar to schedule something. So six different softwares, that's a part of this situation, right? To make it happen. And um, not, I, I cannot imagine any of them is talking to you. Oh, I guess seven, because I also went on her website. She does have a website. I would say most of these dog trainers that at least the ones that I browse through, they all have a website, but the website is just maybe a landing page with contact us, here are the services, and here are some photos and maybe a couple of testimonials, but no scheduling, booking, payment, you know, everything is all pretty much a la carte. And I can't imagine the, uh, you know, the administrative burden that you just mentioned that they are enduring on their end, because as a consumer, like a customer, I am burdened with the seven different channels from this one dog trainer imagine what she's doing behind the scenes to glue and tape all that information together and sync the data right she probably has a crm that she's using whether it's paper or an excel spreadsheet or some google sheets that she's leveraging to just manage her customer base oh, um, yeah it's it, it, unbelievable it, it is. And quick note on that, you know, so, so here's, you know, it was, it was interesting for me to learn what is this process? 
um, you know, so they're typically, you know, they have to get um, some sort of like form for vaccination. So they have to store that somewhere. Uh-huh. They're having to like book the client. So they have to have some way to do that, whether that's Google Calendar or typically yep. they have some sort of scheduling software. But then that scheduling software doesn't have a payment terminal. So now where are they, where are they checking out? So now they're like, well, we don't want to turn away payment. And again, it comes back to, we want to make it easier for the customer. So sure, we'll take Venmo, PayPal, check, cash, you know, et cetera, and, and then add five more. And so what they're doing on the back end is incredibly manual in that they're literally like, yep, so we have a scheduling software. We also have a contract software for them yep. to upload um, their documents and send them to us. We also, on top of that, now, um, you know, are, are behind the scenes trying to match. Did Okay, did they pay? Um, was this payment from this customer? So they're trying to match who paid what and when. And so it's just like this incredibly grueling experience for them behind the scenes. And as you can see, like it, it's it's really not it's really not great for either party. Yeah. And, and I just I think when I'm looking at it kind of as an outsider, is like how much how much payment are they missing out on because they just can't keep track of it, you know? Or you know, like are they leaving money on the table because it's it's just they can't even follow up? Or even like oftentimes they're coming and they're saying, "Yep, whatever we're using, our software broke. It's glitchy." It's giving the customers are trouble. So they're saying things like our customer was invoiced uh, incorrectly or and or um, like they weren't invoiced at all. And they're like, yeah, you won't believe it. We just had like two weeks full of like um, booking and no one paid. So now we have to go back to all these customers. So these are just some of the like issues that come up for these business owners. You know, what's interesting because um the the dog trainer that we hired she used quickbooks right for the invoicing and with quickbooks she actually had to manually input all of the price points you know it's not a smart invoicing and so i'm thinking how is she able to have uh the different types of business models right and run her business right because i'm sure there's private sessions there's group lessons once you know the covid situation it's, it's better managed and then there is the recurring, right, for the the, the animals that require ongoing care. Um, even the dog walking, dog walking, it would be recurring, right? And then there's the puppy packages. So there's five um, sessions to be redeemed. And who is keeping track of how, mu- how many sessions are left? Like, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast, being a mother of two and like, you know, doing all of this. Um, I, of course, I would have no idea. So right right now, I would rely on her. And I'm thinking she's probably relying on me also to make sure that we're on, on top of all of this. And then with pricing, it's really all over the place. Yeah. Because, um, you know, the I would say the third and fourth dog trainers I spoke to, she, remember, she's the fifth, the third and fourth I spoke to, um, one had for... Uh, one was charging $1,000 flat a month for the dog, for the puppy training program, right? And then, um, so it's a recurring session. Uh, whereas for her, she's charging the, um, the, lumps, uh, the lump sum um, package, right? For five sessions. And, and what's interesting is when she sent me the invoice, it was all broken up by sessions, you know, and, um, and the invoice was for the first session. And I remember telling her, I'm like, hey, I am, I'm willing to pay for the entire amount. And she's like, oh, I have to 
go back and figure it out and, and then send that over to you. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking, oh no, I just added more work for her. I just, you know, had to, you know, get her to go through this, the, her, her process again to like, you know, move things around. And I'm not even sure if that's intuitive on her end. And then this other, um, and then this other dog trainer I spoke to that was primarily focused on aggressive dogs. So it wasn't really for my family, but just hearing how he uh, described his pricing plan, which was also on a monthly recurring basis, but he's selling packages. He's like, for the aggressive dog is $3,000 to $4,000, depending on the aggression level of the dog, three to $4,000 per package. And, and I'm like, well, I thought you just mentioned behavioral issues is ongoing. She's like, yeah. So after this package, you just purchase another package and another package. And I'm thinking, okay, you're trying to run a recurring revenue or subscription business, but your model is packages. Like it kind of doesn't make sense. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, that's just what I was taught to do. <laughs> you know, like he, he just didn't know. He didn't know that he actually, there are options to set up recurring or subscription payments that fits perfectly for his business model, but he just, you know, he, he's been out there saying, I have packages. And once this package ends, buy another package and then buy another package um, because, you know, the behavioral issues is ongoing. And I'm just like, wow, this is, um, I, I can't really say it's mismanagement, you know, because um, everyone is struggling the same way, but I, I do feel like there is a lack of awareness on all the other options are the, out there, not even when it comes to tools and technology, but more so how things are done, right? So you mentioned earlier, like how, uh, people are asking you, how, how, how should we charge for this? What is the model should look like, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, so, I'm um, experiencing. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, actually, this is so interesting because I can't tell you how often this is the story I'm hearing. Somehow we got into pet training and, and it's really through some very sweet, you know, reason like we trained our grandma's dog when we were 12 and just knew like, you know, this is where we were supposed to end up being or, you know, the person who trained uh, 13, their grandma's 13 chihuahuas and now is a, <laughs> an aggressive dog trainer. Um, but, you know, it, it, they came into this because it's something they love. They just, they, they, you know, ended up doing it through, you know, a family members of their own dog, but what they maybe never had someone stop and say like, Hey, let me, let me chat with you about pricing and how to like, um, set up the, the right type of packages for your business. So you can be set up for success. And so it's kind of, um, I actually feel for some of the business owners because we're, I know that they could be making more or, or streamlining uh -huh. their business to make it more, more simple for themselves and their customers. And so I cannot tell you literally most every call that we're having, they are asking for recommendations. How do you suggest that we set up this package? Or what are you seeing other people do in this industry? Or, you know, you're mentioning subscription pricing. And that's so interesting because literally so many people are saying, oh, I wish I could do subscription pricing or that's something I want to do, but I don't have the tools to help me do that. Um, and so, so either through just a lack of tools and resources, um, enabling them to do the type of pricing packages they want, or just a lack of like knowledge and understanding of what's out there and what they could be charging. Um, many of them are maybe selling themselves short, they could be charging more, um, or just, you know, making, making their business easier for them to manage versus having package subscription one off, you know, these all kind of the, the wide gamut of different offerings here. So, 
Um, it's interesting. Like, I think what I'm seeing is a lot of package-based, you know, group classes, like great, you'll pack it or, you know, you'll purchase like a, an eight session group class. But then you're right. It kind of can turn into a subscription, right? Because it's like, well, then after that, they're doing another eight session class. And, and maybe also they're throwing in private sessions and they are recurring. So I think a lot of their models actually rent, uh, lend themselves, excuse me, really nicely to a subscription model, but they just maybe don't know like how to do it or they're afraid. Like, are we going to lose business? Um, you know, if we do this, we're not sure when, when you probably as a customer, are like, please just, you know, let me, let me, let me put this on auto pay and be done with it. I don't want to like see a bill every so many weeks. Um, and Especially so they are managing the bills themselves. I think yeah. that's a, a, as I'm thinking about it and as I'm hearing you and just thinking about my ex recent experience, I feel like because they are manually creating these bills, you know, whether it's through their own system or QuickBooks or some, some, somewhere or something um, and sending it out, of course, it's easier to send one bill out right? Versus multiple of those. But initially, when I saw these packages, I thought, oh, that's smart, because they are collecting the lump sum in the beginning. And I'm sure some of them are doing so. But mo at least the, all the ones that I've spoken to, they're not. They're treating it with like, a, they're, they're offering an installment options just as default, right? So it's just she's sending me a fraction of the total amount. So I'm thinking, then what's the point of this package if you're allowing me to pay little bits and pieces, right? Because yeah. I think that is the norm. They're already operating with a subscription plan, but they're calling installment payments and um, and packages, yep. right? It's 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 yeah. so bizarre. It's so bizarre to me. You no, know, it's it's so interesting. And I think that really comes back to they have this hodgepodge of tools that they're using, right? And softwares. And so they're kind of limited by by what they have. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned like attendance. Some of them have, you know, they have to track like attendance or they need um they'd love to have like drop-in classes, which is which is kind of what you're talking about, where they're saying, Hey, I've paid for a package, but I wanna like pick and choose the classes, not pay until I've come to the class. So I think in an effort to accommodate and really go above and beyond for their, their client base, we don't want to turn them away. And so, yeah, it ends up being actually an end run more difficult. So what they're, what they're trying to accomplish is actually, um, I think, kind of done away with by, by saying, hey, we can do everything. And actually what it ends up doing is nothing for them, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. And just thinking about like, you know, what you mentioned, um, there are a couple that you spoke to where they complain about their software saying uh, invoices were sent out incorrectly or the wrong time or the wrong person. I'm, I'm actually wondering how much of it is user error because they have to be so involved in doing that. And they can tell their customers, right? They can tell me I have packages, I can do this, I can do that. But behind the scenes, they're just manual all the way. Even if they have software, they're manually inputting. It's a very manual process, almost like um, a tech-enabled manual process. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're so right. Uh, honestly, that's one of the biggest requests that I get is they're like, I just need my clients to be able to do this on their own. And I'm thinking, and, and I'm asking them, I'm like, but you have like five softwares to help them do this on their own. So how is it that you're still so like manu manually involved in this? And they're like, well, let me tell you, a client will call, we have to make the booking for them. Or, and this is, I think, more often the case, what I hear um, most commonly is 
our software is not at all intuitive. It's frustrating to the client. They come on trying to self-book, which is what I want. And oftentimes our software is glitchy or just really difficult to understand. And, and we have you know, a, a, a mix of different um, demographics in our client base. So some of them are a bit older, some of them just not so tech savvy. And so like, you know, already the software is just really not made for, you know, easy client booking. And then you throw, um, you know, people into the mix who are not like super uh, tech savvy. And they're like, we just need something simple. Well, and, and, and really what you're seeing, Lori, is hey, it's not that the, the one software they're using is bad, it's that the five softwares combined that they're using to check out make it a very frustrating process. Um, and so you're correct. I, I think it's like, so they end up, you know, just almost forgoing the software. They're using the software themselves to book their clients when really the reason they pulled it in the first place was so that their client could be self-served. And it's really not what I'm hearing and why people often chat with us is because it's not doing what they need it to do. And they're often taking on job of, of scheduler and booker and dog trainer. And, um, and it's more than full-time for them. 100%. And then when they are thinking, oh, I'm doing this for my customers, I'm using technology. But on my end, I am engaging through like five, six, seven channels. Yeah. That is not helpful. <laughs> that is not helpful. Even though they think, oh, we're automating this, we're automating it. But you're automating through like seven different channels that I'm having to manage yes. and uh, you know, connect with you via. And that's, that's actually not that helpful to me. I might as well just get everything done over the phone and like give you my credit card number over the phone, even (laughs) if we're we're looking at seven different endpoints. Well, and that's exactly where the business owner ends up being is, you know, their customer is texting them to book appointments. So after all of this that they did for the customer, (laughs) they're kind of back to square one where it's like, fine, just text me. But the, the difference is, they're so busy. They're like, you know, they're texting in the car on their way to an appointment while they're Googling, okay, where is this next client? And so it's just, it's a lot. And and like I said, we have a a wide um, range of different clients in the pet training business. So, you know, you have your solopreneur, the person who's like, I, you know, I just started this out of my house. I'm, I'm training a handful of pets to people who are like, we're training competition dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have, you know, 30 group classes a week and we're you know having hundreds of dogs run through us each week and so the problem is really the same regardless of size and I think that's what's interesting it's the same um the same sort of features that they need the same sort of problems and the same solution that can really help all of these different types of businesses and, and, and it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, and it's so interesting because solutions like this exist in so many other verticals, right? So many other verticals, but just uh, absent with with the dog industry. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there, there are players here and there that do various things, but there isn't anything that is comprehensive for them. And really, I mean, at least from the consumer side, I feel... Um, you know, if there is a one-stop shop to do my scheduling, my booking, my me browsing through the different packages and seeing how much things that they are and be able to pay for the packages online, right? With my mobile device or through my laptop or somewhere where I can connect to the internet and be able to schedule my sessions. 
And, um, and if they, you know, um, have any questions, they can communicate me, communicate with me through the same portal. That is a streamlined solution for me, right? Instead of uh, me being on my phone in case she texts me or maybe call me or maybe send me an email. <laughs> and if there's any additional forms or information I need to submit through this, you know, this very, very, um, uh, saying it interesting is actually, you know, I'm just being very um, kind to that process. But, you know, the, the link where I'm supposed to input all my personal information, my dog's information, it doesn't, it doesn't look good. <laughs> it doesn't look very secure, but I do it anyway because she sent it to me, you know? Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, I think it helps all of us for, um, for there to be solutions like Finley, where we are thinking about the user experience, the user both from the perspective of um, the business as well as the business's customers, right? What is that experience like? What are people looking for? What is going to make our lives easier? And with all the complexities out there, you know, it's not like children. Some may opt to have children, some may not. And some who opt to have children like I do, I have two, I think I'm done. You know, I, I stopped there because it's too much. But when <laughs> you have a dog, you know, you get a dog, you get another dog because you want a companion dog. And then as the dogs are getting older, you get another dog. And, um, you know, God forbid they, they live through their life and they pass, then you get, a, you get another set of dogs, right? Like I've had, I have dogs, you know, I'm, I'm almost 40 and I have, I've had dogs since I was five years old. And like, it's, it's, it's an ongoing experience. And so, um, so I just feel like this is such a important industry, such a value add to families and communities, um, very essential and it's neglected. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting that you say that that's 100% of the time what I'm hearing, we are in the pet space and there is nothing for us. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really why, you know, when they're reaching out, they're like, we're hoping that you're the solution we're looking for because we've been looking and we can't find anything that's like tailor-made towards pet businesses that has all of the, you know, the functionality that we need in order to smoothly and in one place run our business. And so I think it's just been really exciting, you know, what I'm hearing from people who, who come to us, like if it, it would be so fun to just capture a lot of the comments or the excitement around it. Like literally people are like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm needing. You're like, oh, where have you been? Where were you, yeah. you know, six months ago when I started my business or, you know, oh my gosh, I wish you were around 20 years ago when I, <laughs> when I launched and, you know, and so I think just um, seeing that, okay, this is a, a, a one-stop streamlined solution where I can email my clients. They can be invoiced if they need to be. I can, I don't have to be, um, inhibited in expanding my business because I don't have the right tools. If I want to do subscription pricing, I can. If I want to do group cl uh, group classes and private training, I can. And so it gives them the opportunity to not only, you know, put put aside their admin hat for a bit and say, hey, I'm no longer secretary of my business. Um, I'm going to let Finley do that for me, but also gives them a chance to um, of scale and grow their business and say, hey, I can take my business to the next level now because I have the tools that I need to do so. Absolutely. I wonder, you know, 
specifically with them feeling inhibited. I wonder how many of them wanted to expand their offerings. I wonder how many of them wanted to have additional income um, by offering different types of, you know, one-off group uh, appointments, dog walking, dogs, all of them, but they're not because it's too hard to manage. Um, not, not, not the actual work, but the work behind the scenes. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I'd say at least 50% of the calls, every single person has said, I've wanted to do subscription pricing. I've wanted to get some regular, you know, recur um, like recurring income in here every month. And I just don't have a way to offer that to my clients. Either A, the software that I have just won't permit me to do that. Or I just don't even have a, a way to collect payment for that. So like to, to, to get my clients regulated on some sort of plan. And so I think it, it's fun for me to get to see um, their reaction when they're, you know, you see their wheels turning like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like I, I can finally do what I've been wanting to do for years, but haven't had a chance to. And I think, you know, just even kind of more on the personal side, like I am so just, I think just um, inspired really by the, the heart and the, the human beings behind who are powering these businesses and like really working 24 seven to like, like, Literally, I was chatting with a business owner and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm offering a group class Monday through Sunday, nine to six. And I was like, you work seven days a week. And he's like, yep, I am. I, but he, but he loves it. This is what they love. And they are really like bending over backwards, giving their all because they love training pets. They love, um, you know, watching them grow and succeed. This is like their passion. And so I think it's really cool. It's like, all right, they are great at what they do. They just need the tools so that they can do more of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I agree with everything you just said. You know, the, the dog trainers, their heart is they're big. <laughs> they have so much love, so much capacity to take. And, and I would say nobody takes their dogs to a trainer like we do kids to daycare. You can have an angel, you can have a little monster, but they still need to go to daycare. Every single dog trainer that comes to someone's home or, you know, host a, a group class, these dogs have some sort of issues, whether it's baby issues, you know, puppy issues, or are they, um, you know, other type of issues, but it's all problematic. And I, I just feel like, you know, it takes a, a, a special human to empathize with these amazing creatures on that level and be able to help them and help the families. And, you know, you find a, an amazing dog trainer, they're your dog trainer for life, yeah. right? For, not beyond the life of the dog, because the family may have multiple, right. multiple animals. And then the family is family, you know, everybody in my family have dogs, right? It's like you, you, you bring one on board that you feel like, wow, they are the answer to so many of these, um, you know, ongoing problems. They are who you recommend to your community. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, you know, your kids, they have an elementary teacher that your kids absolutely love. It's like, oh, I wish they could be their teacher all the way through, but they can't, you know, yeah. and your pets are your kids. And so it's like, I actually don't have to change teachers. I can, I can keep my, my, my kid, my pets with the trainer of choice. And, um, like you said, they're lifers. They, they become a part of your family. <laughs> absolutely. It's because, yeah, you know, absolutely. Because you, as I'm thinking about it, my kids, you know, being, um, five and seven, wow. they've gone through so many different types of classes, so many teachers because they outgrow them. 
yeah. right? Like based on their age group, now they're interested in different things. And, um, and then, you know, the kindergarten teacher is not a first grade teacher, but then with the dog, you really want consistency for them. So the, the teacher, the trainer is their trainer for life. You know, um, whether right now you might have them as trainer, but if you're looking for an ongoing uh, dog walker because you and your you know family members have to work full time, who do you call? You want to call the the person that's most familiar with your dog, right? Versus a, a a brand new stranger. I mean, this is this is such a from a business standpoint, such a lucrative business, <laughs> right? It's such a lucrative business. Yeah. Um, go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. No, that's actually uh, an interesting point there. I think like, um, you know, as I'm chatting with some of these businesses, we've already talked about packaging and pricing and kind of wanting advice, but I cannot tell you how many people I I honestly feel are probably undercharging for their services um, and they just don't know. So, and, and part of it is just because they're set up in that disjointed way that we've talked about, but they're really coming and saying, hey, can you tell me like, I, I see that you have different pet businesses. Um, like, are they really charging that? And I'm like, yeah, no, they really are. And so I think it gives them even a chance to realize, wait, I, I have time to like actually grow my business in different ways than just like streamlining things. This is a time for me to step back and look at my pricing. You know, have I been undercharging? I'm doing a lot more than I thought that I was doing. Maybe this is a chance for me to like change that. Um, and so I think there's so much that comes from, from kind of, you know, taking a pause and, and uh, reevaluating, you know, the direction of the business and, and getting things all in one place. It makes it easier for them to, to look at things as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I, I hired my dog trainer, not because she's the most affordable, but talking to, you know, four other ones, she, she is the most affordable, $600 yeah. per package. Um, like a one month package versus the others were charging upward of a thousand plus per month for the same package. And for all these options they are coming to our house, it's one-on-one private sessions. So what's the difference? It's not like I'm going to a much nicer facility. It's not like, uh, you know, you as a dog trainer are better than the other dog trainer, right? Like I made the decision based on her and I got on the phone. We hit it off. I really felt comfortable with her. I felt like she knows what she's talking about. I read her Yelp reviews. She had really, you know, five-star reviews across the board. I mean, and then I made the decision, right? So why is she only charging $600 versus $1,000? Because if she's charging $1,000, I would most likely pay that as well. Um, You know, because that's how much everyone was was quoting me. Uh, yeah, there, there, there needs to be some recalibration there. And I think by uh, moving to a software, modifying price plans and packages, it really gives them the opportunity to recalibrate their pricing as well. So hundred percent. And, and we've done so much of it with so many different business owners along the way. And I think they're excited about the possibilities from not only like, you know, improving the efficiency of their business and making it easier on them, but like, wait, you know, we can scale in a lot of different ways and um, pricing or the way that we, you know, pair our offerings um, can be different, can be better. Um, And it's fun. And I feel privileged that we get to be a part of that. Absolutely. So this has been such a fun conversation to really pick your brain and hear what you are hearing from the streets and talking to the various dog trainer businesses. Um, 
let's have a let's have another one where we talk about you know the dog walking um, sub vertical and then maybe move on to the grooming vertical because there's so many different sub verticals within within pets. Yes. Um, I, I never realized because <laughs> silly me, I've, I've been just going to PetSmart because PetSmart, there's grooming, there's food, there's t- puppy hotel, right? There's dog hotel, there's dog sitter, um, like uh, what do they call it? Doggy day camp. And then there's like Banfield, that is the pet clinic that's inside. So um, it wasn't until I, I got more and more animals that I realized, okay, well, there are options for consumers as well. Um, I can actually go on Yelp and find uh, the service providers I'm looking for. And it's so interesting hearing from you that there is common denominator across the board. People are struggling with the same thing and people are aspiring to reach similar heights. And um, it's just, it's just a fascinating industry to be in. I'm so glad we're in it and there's so much more to talk about. So we'll save more for, for our next session. Looking forward to it. And thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. (laughs) 